In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints of God, on October 21st and 22nd of the year 331 B.C., Alexander the Great made his triumphal entry into Babylon. Now imagine this, the greatest of emperors uh, conquering the greatest of cities. And here's how the ancient historian Rufus describes that triumphal entry. A large number of Babylonians had taken up position on the walls, eager to have a view of their new king, Alexander, but most went out to meet him, including the man in charge of the citadel and the royal treasury, Bagophanes. Not to be outdone by Mazius, I think was the governor of the city, in paying respects, Bagophanes had carpeted the whole road with flowers and garlands for miles outside of the city and had set up at intervals on both sides of the road silver altars heaped not just with frankincense but with all manners of perfumes. Then following him were his gifts, herds of cattle and horses and lions and leopards carried in cages. Can you imagine this? This, this, this carnival with lions and leopards in it? And then next came the magicians chanting songs in their native fashion. And behind them were all of the Chaldeans, then the Babylonians, who were represented not only by musicians equipped with their national instrument. The role of the latter was to sing the praises of the king, and the Chaldeans was to reveal astronomical movements and seasonal changes and be prophets in this way. After this came the Babylonian cavalry, their equipment and that of all their horses expressing extravagance. And then, surrounded by an armed guard, the king himself came. And he instructed the townspeople to follow at the rear after the, after the infantry. And he, Alexander the Great, entered the city on a chariot and went into the palace. Now that is a triumphal entry. Miles and miles of people and of soldiers and horses and cows and lions and leopards and all sorts following after the king with his cavalry and with his infantry and with all the people, with roses and incense and altars decking. It was a display of power. If anybody wondered, if Alexander the Great was truly the, the great king who was truly here to conquer and to rule, this triumphal entry answered that question. Now, I want you to have that in your mind as you hear again the triumphal entry of Jesus. It turns out that it wasn't so triumphant. Jesus comes riding, here it is, it says, so they took palm branches and went out to meet him, crying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey 
and sat on it. As it's written, fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt, lowly, lowly, and having salvation. Dear saints, we know that this triumphal entry of Jesus is his triumphal entry, but it is humble. It is lowly. It is peaceful because, as we sang a minute ago, Jesus is coming not to demonstrate his power, not to demonstrate his might, but to demonstrate his love. He is coming to demonstrate not his strength, but his weakness unto death because he is coming to conquer not Jerusalem, not the world, but your sin and your death. So he rides on, rides on in majesty, in lowly pomp. He rides on to die. And this is his triumph. This is his hour. This is his glory as the Son of Man is lifted up from the earth on the cross to draw you to himself. My kingdom, says Jesus to Pilate, is not of this world. He is a king unlike any other. He is the king who comes with righteousness, not with strength. He is the king who comes with mercy, not with power. He is the king who comes with blood so that we might have eternal life. So we shout as we rejoice in the coming of Jesus, Hosanna, loud Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. And the peace of God that passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.